You're listening to COVID Tinted Glasses with Georgina. I'll be speaking to people from all around the world about their unique experiences of the pandemic. The good, the bad, the beautiful and the downright ugly. Covering topics like friendship, family, travel, work, mental health and finding love. If you'd like to join me for a chat, then get in touch at Georgina underscore podcast at Outlook.com. Welcome to COVID Tinted Glasses. I'm Georgina and joining me today is Ola Kowalska. Now, she is a podcaster extraordinaire. It's called The Unpolished Mum. And she also has another business, which is called The English Owls Academy. Welcome, Ola. Hi, Georgina. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you for coming on because I know you're very busy. So do you want to give everyone a little introduction as to uh, what the Unpolished Mum is about and English Owls Academy? Sure, of course. Pleasure. So um, the Unpolished Mum is a concept that kind of has been cooking in my head for many years. I've always wanted to run a blog or something of of that sort. Um And I once heard when I was in high school that I really have a nice voice to listen to. And I really believed it, (laughs) actually. So I thought, yeah, let's combine the two and have a podcast. So I run my own podcast. It's only been um, on for for a couple of months now. Uh, But I'm very excited about it because in it I talk about things that are close to my heart, which is motherhood, motherhood. being very honest about it as well. Um, Daily life struggles as a mom, as a business owner, um, and as a a foreign person in the UK. And I also talk about languages. um, For now, mainly on my Instagram page, but I'm planning to make some episodes about uh, languages because uh, I am a language teacher by profession. And That's how I can naturally introduce the English Owls Academy, which is an actual business. It's an online language school for learners of English. Um, I came up with the idea um, together with my friend last year during lockdown, during the first lockdown. It first started as an idea for a blog for teachers, actually. So we wanted to share ideas for online teaching and stuff like that. Just a little bit of reassurance to Um, teachers who were new to the online world and then we thought let's just do something for students as well because we we well know how to do it so why not so we opened an actual online um, school started being quite active um, on social media and yeah that's how it all started so we teach different people mainly those foreigners living in the UK who want to improve their um, English and you know thanks to the fact that it's online we have people from all over the place and actually not only limited to the UK people from other places also sign up to our classes Um, and that's that's who I am that's what I do (laughs) I am very busy that's true. She is. And um, so both these things happened. Do you think they happened because of lockdown or was it accelerated because of lockdown? Yeah, I've I've, like it's it's obvious to me that lockdown has been like this incubator for 
ideas that were just born thanks to it. So as I said, the, the idea for a blog or something of that sort has been always at the back of my mind. But um, there were lots of things that actually happened to me because of lockdown. So it's a little bit related to my personal life as well. So um me and my family, we we were all we last year we were thinking about sort of getting um into a property onto a pl- property ladder um and lockdown just accelerated that because we thought yeah maybe the prices are lower or whatever so we started looking we found a house i decided to quit my 9 to 5 job in london which was a bit controversial um and we moved to the seaside actually So we are now in a very small town in um, Sussex. And thanks to all those changes, I finally had the time to just sit down and think, what do I actually want to do? So obviously, I've always wanted to be uh, busy professionally. I've always wanted to to like, you know, um, own something that, you know, I can call mine um, and, you know, um, whether it is in a partnership with someone, but, you know, I've never really felt very good as an employee, to be honest. It's just a personal thing, but that's how it all started. And because the business is still quite um, quite small, it's in its sort of baby stage, um, I still do have quite a lot of time. So I thought, yeah, let's start the podcast. Um, yeah, I think it's a, it's, it's a generally um, a, a, ve- a massive positive outcome of, of the negativity of of last year and the whole pandemic situation. Absolutely. Yeah. So can you tell everyone where uh, Sussex, whereabouts Sussex is compared to the rest of England, for example? We had a little geography lesson in Canada. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I'll leave it to you because I got completely confused between East and West when I was talking on that um, episode. (laughs) <laughs> no problem at all. So I used to live in London, in northwest London, and we moved about an hour and a half um, south from London. We're actually not very far from Brighton, which some people may know. Um, um, uh, so we're we're about fifty a fifteen minute drive from from Brighton to the east. So we're in between Eastbourne and Brighton and the whole area is called East um, Sussex. It's absolutely gorgeous. I I actually do have a sea view from my window at the moment. So Really? Oh, wow. I'm so jealous. I'm very jealous. (laughs) Um, And so did you, uh, were you actually, you were in London at the beginning of lockdown. So what's the difference being between being in London in lockdown and being by the seaside in lockdown? What would be the main differences? There's a world of a difference, like being locked down in quite a tiny flat in London felt like I was trapped with a child with a a toddler imagine that and with you know nursery scroll closed no childcare available and me and my husband both juggling um childcare and full-time jobs it was um emotionally and mentally exhausting you know while here um luckily enough um in the second or third lockdown so we moved to our new house in in the third lockdown, yes, um, that 
you know, luckily the nurseries stayed open, but, you know, we were still locked down in the house, but it, it felt completely different. The fact that you can even look at the sea from your window or yeah. go for a walk to the seaside, um, it's just, it was a game changer. So, you know, I, I believe like that all those things just brought the ideas into, into my mind. And yeah, uh, I've been very lucky and privileged that I was able to do all those things, but but I do sometimes wonder if um, if lockdown hadn't happened, um, would I have been in the same place now? Probably not. I know it's strange, that, isn't it? I would just like to say I haven't seen the sea since last September, so I could. Yeah, you have to come. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to the sea on tomorrow, so that's good. But yeah, so I can imagine. And being by the sea, you've got open spaces. Because, well, as you know, because you were in London, it felt very, you really did feel locked down. Um, yeah. I literally turned out of my house and went left to the park every day. And that was it. I didn't go anywhere else. And I cannot imagine how hard it must be having children in a small space. Um, yeah, yeah I, I remember meeting up with some friends with their child in a, you know, in a buggy. And they just look, literally looked distraught, you know, because yeah. Yeah. It, it's incredibly hard not to be able to move around freely uh, and Absolutely. then having to look after some, you know, a little kid as well. So the pandemic has had a positive effect in a way. It's almost accelerated something that may not have happened for quite a long time for you. That's what I believe. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just think and I, I believe that it's happened to a lot of people because I do have quite a lot of examples of of those things happening. Um, but I just like. For me, it turned out so well and so positively um, that I sometimes feel guilty, you know, that so many people have suffered, so many people lost their jobs, so many people um, really had it very bad. Um, but on the other hand, like I do want to believe that the whole time, for example, for me, from a perspective of a mom or or a parent at home with my child, um, it did make us think of what actually matters you know it did you know it, we were forced but we were spending much more time together you know also London is not only um like a place where it's so busy and and everybody's constantly in a rush but also it's just like a state of mind I sometimes think and um I feel that when we paused in in the lockdown we started seeing things that actually matter so like spending time doing nothing with your family or like um you know everybody was obsessed with coming up with ideas of what to do because kids were going absolutely mental you know with playgrounds closed that was just absolutely awful um but you know a little bit of boredom helped us see that um you know we actually are that's the, the fact that we are together sometimes is enough, you know? So these are my personal sort of <laughs> reflections as well. No, and I wanted to ask you as well. So obviously the podcast is called The Unpolished Mum because you mm -hmm. are originally from Poland. So have you been back there? Uh, I, By the way, it's a very clever name, I think. Mm -hmm. um, have you, Well, you obviously haven't been back there, but have you, have things been uh, for your family in Poland? Uh by the way, before I answer this question, did you know that it has two meanings, the unpolished and unpolished mum? 
So it depends how you understand it, how you read it, how you pronounce it. Oh, no, it, I get you... it now. I get the second one. But I got, I'm so <laughs> proud of myself that I got the one I just said. But Yeah, then, well done. Most people say unpolished. <laughs> I call it unpolished, Mum, because I was thinking. Well was... done. Yes. But, no, but because I... it is. It is unpolished because, you know, by coming to the UK, I'm originally from Poland. I lost some of my polishness right but <laughs> in a good way in a good way um but it's also unpolished because i do uh, speak very openly about things that people are sometimes afraid to talk about so so hence the other meaning sometimes it's a little bit rude a little bit raw so yeah that was the idea i do really like you have uh, you do your instagram stories where you're you have a song on and then the text on the page and uh, I think today's one that I saw was about how the grandparents are going to come over or not come or whatever. But I mean, I just thought that was so clever, kind of how you you know, you're kind of doing it. And does your husband do the camera work for you? Because um, sometimes, it depends. sometimes, sometimes I just have a, a like a mini tripod and yeah. I record my. Sometimes I just hold my my phone. And some of the ideas are, you know, some of the ideas are genuinely mine but some of them I get inspired online by watching other people um, yeah. do those silly things as well um, but anyways to answer your question about yeah. going back to Poland so we managed to go for about five days last summer when everything was like quite yeah. the restrictions were eased so that was nice because um, my son's grandparents they miss him so much and it's been tough um, since then, basically. Um, but to be honest, we don't go that often uh, anyway. So I think once or twice a year um, is enough. So we are planning to go this year when everything is, uh, when we're allowed, basically. Um, it's yeah. going to depend on a lot of things. But yeah, that's that's what it is. And uh, in Poland, what's it been like there for them? Have they had it quite tough or is it being a bit quieter than over here? So at the very beginning, it was quite funny because they were looking at us and thinking, oh, my God, you've got it so bad because the numbers were were literally skyrocketing. While in Poland, they were just growing, but gradually. Um, and then, you know, obviously we can blame all the governments, everything and, and like for it not being handled very well. And I think everybody at least once during the whole situation moaned about one or the other government not dealing with the situation well but what happened in Poland that what was absolutely ridiculous is that they were trying to um, get out of lockdown uh, about a month ago too quickly and people went absolutely crazy started going to the shopping centers and like not wearing masks and everything so they are on a full lockdown now again and they don't know like with everything everything literally everything shut and they don't know when that's going to end. So while here mm. the restrictions are easing a bit and we're like, we can see the end of like the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, well, with them, it's, 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 it's the other way around. And also the, the vaccines program is not going as well. Unfortunately, there isn't much trust um, towards, you know, um, the government, but also the, the jabs itself um, themselves. So it's, it's tough. It is hard. I feel like it's worse there now. Yeah. And do you worry about the future here? Because we, we're, we're, lock, we're unlocking, so to speak. Do you think things may go a bit wrong here as well? Um, 
like this time I'm much less anxious about it because of that uh, sort of gradual coming out of lockdown. I feel like it m- makes much more sense. Like obviously some of the rules don't make any sense to me, um, but like to anyone, I believe. But, um, you know, this time I feel like I'm I'm actually okay with it. Like I get annoyed when people are not really, like being really stupid about it and like, come on, just just get a grip, just please. We don't want to be locked down again because it's so annoying. Um, but I feel like um, it's just getting better in general. I've stopped watching TV. I've stopped watching the news. So I have no idea what the numbers are at the moment. I, I hear a bit of like, you know, it, it is improving. It's looking like September last year. So that means that it's probably a bit better so that means um so that makes me feel quite hopeful I'd say yeah it's interesting isn't it so um I guess you're going to really see it at the beach because um obviously when the weather well the weather's quite good at the moment it's cold the beaches are going to be full of people aren't they so you yeah yeah that's oh my god <laughs> I'm 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 already scared of 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 the traffic here because it's already like it's a funny town I live in. It's quite small. It's like you know, I think it's about uh, the population is about twelve thousand people. So that's actually quite different from what I'm used to because I also grew up in a big city. I grew up in Warsaw, <laughs> and then moved to London. Um, so that's. Um, but the traffic is already quite bad. So I wonder how it will be when, <laughs> when all the people want to come to the beach, actually. Um, but yeah, for now, it's not too bad. It's not, not too, too bad. bad. <laughs> so um, the Unpolish Mum or Unpolished Mum, cleverly mm-hmm. both fantastic titles. <laughs> it's going really well. Um, and you've got English Owls Academy and you have a little boy, I believe. I do, yes. Yes, indeed. So uh, life is pretty busy for you at the moment. So do you think that you will be able to carry on with these businesses and slowly kind of building them up over the next kind of couple of years with the idea of being, you know, an independent mompreneur? Um, I honestly feel so great about it uh, that I I hope so, so much. I think I keep my fingers crossed for myself so much. I really honestly hope that it will be possible. Um, my biggest fear, to be honest, is that I will just give it up for some stupid reason, because unfortunately, I'm this kind of person who has many ideas and then they're a little bit like a flash in the pan. Um, so... I would like not for that not to happen, basically, because but it's going well. It's all progressing. Um, so it gives me that motivation. I know I shouldn't be looking for like um, external um, sort of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um appreciation or whatever, or like, you know, people telling me, oh, you're doing so well. But um like I can't help it. So if people are signing up for my courses, that means that I'm doing well in the school. If people are listening and interacting with me on social media, on my uh, Unpolished Mom um, page, that means that they like it. So I want to carry on. So like, you know, it's natural. Um, but yeah, I would really love to. I also have to say that um, it, like I've heard, I, I have to admit, I've heard from 
quite a lot of people that, oh, it's inspiring what you're doing because it's so positive. It's like turning this really bad situation into something good and into action and stuff. But I also have to say that I have been privileged with a husband who has a job that allowed us to have this a sort of situation in which I can try something new, okay, that isn't, let's be honest, bringing that much money yet. Uh, yeah. But still, we, we, we can do it, right? Um, I think it was just a lot of factors that worked together well that uh, allowed me to, to, to do all those little, pro- I mean, little projects <laughs> that I'm projects. currently doing. Yeah, projects. <laughs> so what advice would you give yourself uh, if you could go back uh, to the beginning of the pandemic over 12 months ago now? Uh, just do it. Just, oh, my God, just uh, whatever you, whatever you, the idea is. Because what I used to think, um, like around winter, you know, this, this there is kind of this um, autumn, um, um, like moods of, oh, should I have even started it? Because when you start your business, it's like you can't really see any immediate results. You're, you're, you're usually at the beginning making a loss and like, um, it's difficult. So I used to regret that I started with a blog at the beginning and not a business because, you know, if I'd, if I'd started with a business from the very beginning of the first lockdown, I would have probably now been in, a, in an even better place. But then I thought, you know, the whole blog situation um, made me realize, oh, I actually want to do something more. So, you know, it was like the process, uh, the whole process of realizing that's what I want. Um, and the fact that, you know, at some stage there was a fear of losing a job or like the place where I used to work, not even surviving, that pushed me to to do certain things. So sometimes, so the advice that I would give to my past self is that um, like doing something out of fear isn't necessarily a bad thing if it turns out to be positive. And also just taking action always take action rather than regretting uh, that you haven't taken it yeah and uh, what advice would you give other mums out there who have struggled during the pandemic um the advice i would give is that it's okay it's absolutely fine to struggle because the pandemic has had um a different effect on different people Okay, it's had a motivational effect on me and on some people that I know, but it's had a completely detrimental effect on other people, other people who had to go to therapy because they were so bad in themselves and that it's absolutely fine. Okay, and the fact that other people are doing all those crazy things because of lockdown, because they are bored or had this idea doesn't mean that you have to do it. Okay, you everybody copes with what's sort of thrown at them in a different way and it's fine however you cope yeah and that's actually something I really get from your podcast as well um Mm. I'm not a mother but I still think it's great (laughs) I get a lot Uh because it's basically all about not being perfect but that's fine and you're you're getting through it and that was such great advice so when the um all the restrictions are completely lifted what's the first thing that you think you will do um and what's the thing you've missed the most doing? Ha. Huh. My life has changed so much that I'm 
recently I've been finding things that I've never done before, but I feel like I've missed them in my life. Like, for example, I've taken up um, Couch to 5K, the, the running thing, the running up. So I run three times a week. You know, I'm a complete beginner. I still hate it, but it gives me this like motivation, satisfaction that I've actually am building up my stamina and stuff like that. So, you know, um, yeah, but... I feel like the whole, so with the podcast and the Instagram profile, I've been building a community as well, which feels so nice. And my husband suggested, what if you um, organize like a meetup of all those people? And that would be a dream come true, honestly. I'd, I'm not sure if I'll do it this year when everything is, you know, open again, but this would I've definitely got, be something I would do. a small stadium. Filled with, oh. uh, <laughs> it just came to me just then, a little mini stadium. <laughs> like with a little um, headset and me yes, like yes, cheering people yes. up. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine myself doing that. Although that would be a bit creepy. Um, but who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I'll probably just meet up with friends, hug them like I've never hugged them before. Yeah. Um, you know, all those things. Um, yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I think for, for some people, it's got to the stage it's been going for so long that you've forgotten what you're actually missing until you do it exactly. again. And uh, I mean, obviously, there's obvious things like hugs and being able to see family and friends. But there's things that we used to do every single day that we haven't done for so long that you will yeah. only remember that you because they were so minor, but you did enjoy doing them. That once you start doing yeah. them, then you'll be like, wow, I really miss this. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, in lockdown, I realized that I didn't. Like I thought that I liked commuting because I could read, and as a mom, especially that's that's that was my downtime, me time, you know, read, listen to an audiobook or a podcast or something. But now I've realized I, I didn't really like commuting. Like I don't miss it at all. Like working for myself and coming up with my own schedule and like being flexible about it. That's what gives me um, like the strength, the power to 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 carry on and do stuff. So you know, um, yeah. I think I think that's interesting as well, what you realise about yourself. Yeah, I think it's been a fantastic, uh, not fantastic is definitely the wrong word, but it's been a very interesting period of time which has allowed us to try out new things or to learn about ourselves. But obviously there's a lot of people that have really struggled and that's completely understandable. I mean, yesterday uh, it was my birthday and I, I hugged my niece and I screamed because <laughs> I was just like, this is so wonderful, you know. So um, there's definitely, uh, it's been tough for everyone in that respect, but I love the Unpolish Mum podcast. I think it's fantastic. Aww. And good luck with the English Owls Academy or English Owls Academy. And mm. um, thank you so much, Ola. I've really enjoyed catching up with you and uh, say hello to the sea from me. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much. Thanks, Georgina. Thanks for having me. Bye.